Hello everybody and welcome to the Creeping Southpaw episode number two with your hosts, me in the Dynamo Kelly and of course the Creep himself, Mr. Jason McGuinness. Jay, folks. number two, lots to talk about and uh, and you're 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 not here to take part today, you are here literally to take over. As you I'm here to take over today, absolutely, what the, how, how much there to talk about today man, it's, it's, this is even... As good as the debut show was, as debut shows go, this one's gonna completely top it, man. This is I'm excited for this one. Yeah, why don't you tell the folks out there what we've got in store for them today? We've got a lot, actually. We've got obviously there's only really one way to start. Um, with regards to UFC 257, we're gonna talk a little bit about that, and then we're just gonna run through some of the divisions in boxing, some of the most exciting divisions at the moment. Um, there's certainly for me, there's three that stand out. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to do a little bit of matchmaking as well, and uh, maybe you know talk about fights that should be made. And uh, we're going to have a little chat about the pound for pound list as well. Seeing as we're going through a few different divisions, and then um, see, of course, we'd be happy to hear your guys' opinions on it as well. So uh, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about today. I like the sounds of that. And um, before we do get into obviously McGregor and Poirier, and um, be sure to follow us on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Hit the bell notification there so any time a video comes up, you're getting notified so you're not missing out, you're not losing time on it. Um, and hit the subscribe, like button, all that good stuff, leave comments. But on to today's show, and like you said, there is only one place to start. We talked about it on the debut show, and that's why this show was a little bit delayed, people, because we wanted to actually bring the, the McGregor Poirier reaction because that's pretty much what people would want, considering we talked about it last week. And, um, it did happen last Saturday at all hours, which, you know, kills us Irish people and all you <laughs> Americans over there get the benefit from it at a, having it at a reasonable time. Mm. Um, so we talked uh, we talked about this fight in detail last week because McGregor obviously wanted to fight a southpaw and, you know, in, in getting ready for that multi-multi-million dollar uh, fight between him and Pacquiao, which, well... You might think twice about it now, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, first and foremost, we'll say with that kind of display in boxing, because you could tell they were trying to stand up. Either of those fighters getting in with someone like Manny Pacquiao is like signing a death wish, even at, even at an older age. I mean, that guy has mm. rockets in his hands. You know what I mean? Like it's, and he's still as fast as lightning. So. I'm sure there'll be a little bit of back to the drawing board there on McGregor's team's part and maybe look at it. I mean, look, if he's going to get a hundred million purse out of it, I don't really think he gives a shit if he gets knocked out for, if he can get, if he can, if he can walk away with 30 million in Abu Dhabi and lose, I'm sure he'll lose for a hundred million over in the, in the States somewhere. Absolutely. And I think we've learned that from Conor McGregor in the past really, but I think it's, I think starting with the fight, it was very surprising, I think, to a lot of people. Oh yeah. Um, especially I think how the fight ended. Um, I think no, no one predicted that. Sure, well, I don't think anybody. I mean, like, look, if you if you would have looked at everybody's bets around the world, I guarantee you that 85 percent of people's bets would have been on McGregor to win by TKO in the second round. Yeah, not Dustin Poirier. I mean, you know, and you know, look, Connor. I said it before. I don't like kind of um break down the fight then that morning. Connor won that first round, I think. I think he showed a lot um, with regards to his uh, his defence on the ground. I think he handled that extremely well. Stood very calm, pushed himself up against them, got us back against the cage. Uh, Poirier just kind of held him, didn't do much really. Connor got up, done very, very well in the clinch. Um, they were kind of switching clinches, you know, back against the cage. Connor landed an elbow at the end and he landed those. That this new manoeuvre in yeah, MMA, the shoulder strike, and Dustin tried to land one back, and it was nowhere near to the damage of Connor's. Connor was, I think DC said it, he, he's putting his whole body weight into that's a that's an amazing shot. That's a really dangerous shot that I think you're going to see a lot more of. But um, look, well, there's only one. But well, there was nice, there was nice trash talk between the two as well, and I think uh, there was. Uh, I like that, and I, I like, think, and I yeah. think you've got to congratulate Dustin Poirier, man, because I mean, oh. whoa, well, whoa. that's a comeback. That's like, I mean, that's a true fucking comeback story, and I think that's. Yeah. I think that's what you were saying. I would say McGregor round one. It wasn't like by any means mauling or anything like that. It was good shots no. by both, both guys. But mm -hmm. I think for Poirier, from his perspective, he was trying to get through the first round to kind of maybe yeah. test McGregor a little bit. And and actually, 
Dustin was probably liking to taste a few of those shots as well to see that he could take them. Do you know what I mean? It looked, at, I think it looked that way yeah, to he, me. Didn't yeah. he show that, I think, as well in the Dan Hooker for you, man? He, he was saying that the two of these guys were punching their faces in. Yeah. And Dustin went in, I, can't, I don't know what round it was. It might have been after the tour de fourth round. And his coach asked him, are you doing okay? And Dustin says, I'm having a ball in there. Yeah, I see he, that. He, yeah. This guy likes pain. He's one of these guys that likes pain and likes Listen. taking shots. And now we knew he can take some. And Connor. Connor landed some big shots, man. He did land. He landed. He landed a nice kind of. It was like a, a looping kind of. Yeah, under, he. he yeah, yeah, he's under done that. under Roy Hunt. It was kind of dull, dull. And he, Yeah, and he done that to Nate as well several times in that yeah. second fight. Yeah. So it seems to be a, a move on a southpaw he likes to do. Yeah, but, because um, he's got that long. He's got that long kind of awkward uh, reach and style where he actually gets he, a lot of power from it. Like he's he done it. He's got a crazy reach for a five foot nine guy, man. Yeah, crazy yeah. reach. Yeah, it's I wish I had 70... that reach for a five foot nine. I know, yeah, yeah, seventy four. I think he is. Like that's that's Jesus. crazy for a five yeah. foot nine guy. It is. It's gorilla. But, uh, yeah, stuff. look, it's gorilla it stuff as he calls himself. You know? Yeah, the gorilla stuff. Yeah, nice and flowy as he says. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think in that look second round then Poirier masterclass with the calf kicks just oh that's and that's another that's another new maneuver that started to come in because i've noticed a lot of fighters starting to hit those calves now especially with that kind of karate style when they're kind of did you notice at the start very heavy on the front leg did you did you get the uh feeling when you were watching that live you were just thinking it was just another kick it was only after you watched the replay yeah. you realized fuck me and i was trying to look i watched the fight again and i was looking at mcgregor's face you don't see him wince on the first one because he's he tries to have a poker face when he's fighting um, yeah, but you could tell that one done damage because he was like, "Oh, you could just tell the eyes were gonna go." What the fuck? Oh, you think happening? you could hear? Didn't he say after he said the moment when he got meant to be defeated in the fight was when Dustin landed one and his cornerman shouted, "Um, that was a great one!" And Connor heard the cornerman and Connor talked to himself, "You bastard, that was a great one, actually." Yeah, yeah. Says, that's that's when he felt he was meant to be defeated in the octagon. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's interesting as well after the first round now. If you look after the first round, both fighters went back to the corners. I thought Dustin was going to get taken out in that second round because Dustin looked oh, banged up. Yeah. yeah, and he, he looked tired, and it, it didn't look like it was going to go well. Connor making a point by not sitting down and yeah. stood up. Now, I wonder, was that something to do with the calf? Was the calf hurt earlier than we suspected? And that's I think maybe point. that's why he stood up, because if he would have sat down... That could have completely stiffened up. So I have it's 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 an interesting one. I can't remember. I can't remember because I didn't actually look out for that. Was there was there any kind of calf kicks in the first round as well? Did he? I think I think he landed one. Yeah, I think he landed. I think he landed one or two. I don't think they were devastating by any means. But I I I think that was arguably why Connor maybe didn't sit down after the first. I think he was hurt. And the thing is, when people are saying check those kicks or whatever. If that's such a devastating shot, it's very hard to probably lift his fucking leg even to do that. Absolutely, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so, he said it, yeah. And it's nice great of, because it's a great move in that sense. That just kills the nerve in your leg. And especially the, if you're... It takes power out of your fucking shots then. You know, it, and it takes everything. You know yourself, of course, with David Hayes' um, oh. terrible broken toe, like, you know, that he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't use the shots, like, you know? Yeah. Although but, he, did, um, he did end up getting that... A bad injury, obviously, then in the first Bellew fight, which um, did actually, that's which true. I actually did feel sorry for him in that because that he showed mm-hmm. the fucking heart of a lion in that fight. You know what I mean? To come back, There's no doubt. He showed he showed a new David Hay. Actually, he did, he did. And I think that's the David Hay I love. Do you know what I mean? That's the yeah, David yeah, yeah. that that's now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have to say, I was watching it with a, I was watching it with a buddy here, and we were we were kind of sharing a Zoom chat on it in the, in the Zoom bar. Which I'm sure is world. <laughs> I'm sure it's worldwide and this global. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gone. It's gone global. Yeah. So, uh, but my good lord, I've never been so shocked and excited. Not excited to see Conor lose because I'm not one of those. I, I mean, we're a fan of a fan of the sport first, and then you're a fan of the individual second. I think. And when I seen that onslaught of punches come in, I was like, "Whoa, what the?" Yeah. And like I remember, my mate just going. Ah oh, no, it's, it's not doing much. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, and when I saw him go down, and he was literally out. I was like, "Because we've all seen the memes, which are, you know, 
look, that's that's twenty. That's the modern era. People make memes. It's twenty twenty one, man. That's Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders got the backlash from it too. So, um, but like, there's like, actually that meme is together. If you didn't notice, there's actually did, yeah, I see it. Bernie Sanders <laughs> Like in fairness, I don't think they're they're not bad memes. They're just oh uh, no, no, I don't mind that. And to, to be honest, I guarantee you, Connor's getting a laugh out of it. Oh, I'd say he know? thinks that's funny too. Of it's course, the, absolutely. It's the other keyboard warriors basically slagging for you. Yeah, exactly. That, that Know nothing about the fight games. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. But, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, look, it was it was a tough it was a tough loss for him. Like, man, he walked his ass off in that build up. You, you you can you can tell he did. But oh, he looked, I mean, he looked the best he's ever looked. To be honest with you, absolutely. And funny enough, going back actually to what you said there, you're talking to a guy when the onslaught of punches were coming. He thought that wasn't much. That reminded me of I think it was the third round of the Diaz two fight. When Nate started an onslaught, yes. and he didn't actually land much. He didn't yeah. land any big shots. Originally, I thought that's what was happening. I said, no, he's okay, he's okay. So you were probably in the same boat. You're automatic uh, go. It was calm, yeah. I, I was watching my brother and my mom, and I says, no, don't worry. Everything's all right. Get out of this now. We need to see this round through now. Whereas well, I was watching it, and I saw the shots, and I was like, oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, you know, you know I, I definitely... I underestimated Dustin's Dustin's power because Oof. as soon as Connor went down, that's when I knew it's like, oh oh shit, they did damage. And, and I the mean, referee the stopped it at the perfect time. Anyone saying Herb, Herb was very quick. Yeah, he was he's a great referee, man. He's he's the he, best he's in my the game. favorite now. Best in the game for sure. Like him and John McCarthy. I know John doesn't referee anymore. He he does the podcast now with John. Oh, yeah, big John is big John is big John. Definitely. He was great, man. You don't big you don't get out of that big John clinch if he gets you. <laughs> You're getting oh, he's a big boy, isn't he? He's, he's a, a big, big boy. boy. <laughs> um, there's actually some great uh, there's a great little video on YouTube for anyone that's interested in it. It's uh, when referees attack and uh, it's actually really I've seen really it good. plenty of times. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. Like referees getting yeah. boom, getting the little camaras yeah. in on lads and all. So like, what yeah. the fuck? Like yeah. so. Mark Goddard's done it a few occasions, hasn't he? Who has a little bit of a beef with Connor actually? You know that English referee Mark Goddard? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He he he's he's not afraid to kind of go. I think when Connor won the lightweight title in Cage Warriors when he knocked out Ivan Butchinger. Yeah, but that. Beautiful left cross, that left hook. Um, he was about to kind of do it. Mark Goddard rushed in and literally flung Connor across the octagon. Connor wasn't going to hit the guy, he was just standing over him, like you know. And Mark Goddard came in and just literally lamped him across the octagon. I wonder, was that how that beef started? I wonder. I actually remember years ago Finn Balor telling me actually that uh, he was in with uh, with Herb Dean, they were it was in LA or something when they were doing the uh, New Japan, I think it was, or something mm -hmm. like that. I could be wrong, but I remember it was either him or Becky, but I think it was definitely him. And he was saying that uh, Herb was in with them, like kind of stretching them and all. Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's mm. like really, really. He was an MMA fighter himself, I think, Herb Dean, wasn't he? Oh, well, I don't know. Did he have any fights? I don't know, but I know he trained. There's a, vi there's a, there's a video of him. Check it out, man. He's in the octagon beating the shit out of somebody. <laughs> okay. Like, and he's well, another big boy, actually. He, he, he is. He's, he's, like, man. he's a he's big boy. Slick boy as well. Like, so that's that's yes, pretty cool. Uh, uh, um, uh, but in terms of... Um, that's the fight itself. In terms of, uh, you know, this year we've, we've mentioned, you know, Connor's going to want to get straight back in there. It looks like... Um, it looks like Dana White pretty much wants to make that trilogy happen straight away rather than having Dustin fight someone else or Connor fight someone else. And I'd imagine... This one would be for the belt, possibly. No? Do you, do you think so? Or do you think that would be unfair to Dustin because Connor's coming off the back of a loss and the fact that he had such a long stint out of the, mm. out of the ring? Or do you think that there will be a fight in between that where Dustin might fight someone for the belt yeah. and win the trilogy? So people, people keep talking about the lightweight division and how good it is. And I think one thing that is really avoiding giving Dana White a headache it's the fact that you've got so much top talent there, but this is where it works in Dana's favour, where he can make this rematch. You've got Dan Hooker. He's lost two fights in a row now, so he's, yeah. he's out of the equation for the yeah. moment. You've got Michael Chandler with that impressive debut win. That's oh, only his first UFC. Yeah, yeah. It's only Dude, his first UFC fight. He's cut from the Kurt Angle cloth, isn't he? He just. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's great. He's great. I, I'm, I'm interested in him, but again, he needs another fight in the UFC. Oh, yeah. That title. yeah. So that's another one out of the mind. Tony Ferguson, two defeats in a row. And Nate Diaz, inactive. And uh, Justin Gaethje lost his last fight. So, obviously, to Khabib. But 
So now you look at it, you say the only real guy that could probably make an argument really is to come and say, oh, why is that rematch happening? Where's my title shot? It's Charles Oliveira. So that's why really I think it's pretty easy for Dana to say, hang on, no one can really say anything to me here for making this rematch. No fighter can be unhappy other than Charles Oliveira. All these guys are on a loss. Including yeah. Nate Diaz, he's still on a loss too. Yeah, it's actually great timing for for McGregor to have that shot. Absolutely, because I he think, in the, I think fight, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, so. yeah, I think I think the rematch. Uh, I think it, it should happen. And look, think about the pay per views that brings. But dude, if it's already, for the belt as well, Dana's already said it. Really, that that's the match yeah. he's interested in. So I mean, they're more than yeah. likely going to have that in in the states. On I think so. Fight Ireland yeah, again. So. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that I mean, think Conor will want it and fight Ireland again. I think what he done with the Diaz rematch was very, very ballsy of him. Same way, same you know venue. Well, no, I think the new T-Mobile Arena came in at that side. So it's the same city, such same everything. Conor wanted everything the exact same. So I, I can very much see him wanting that again. Same venue, same you know, same deal, and obviously, of course, obviously, same way. You know, I think Connor won't want any changes. You know, just to prove. And I, I do believe Connor's the better fighter. But Dustin, Dustin had a good night. Connor had a bad. One. It was a hard one for me because uh, you know, obviously, anyone that knows me knows my love for uh, for Nola and Nolan. So it was like it was kind of one of those where I was like, Roy, right, he's gonna beat a Dublin boy. That'd be the guy I want. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. It's like it's like I'm not heartbroken over it. If that had been some. She had like you just talk shit like Justin Gaethje or something. I would have been like, "Oh man, not you!" You know, Did and, you hear what Justin Gaethje said about Nate Diaz. Yeah, and I, very, I don't, very clever. <laughs> I don't disrespect obviously any fighter that gets into the octagon. Look, we we don't get into the octagon, so like no. they'd kick our ass. It's just more looking at it from, and look, Gaethje is kind of cool as well. I don't know. I just I, I would have preferred if anyone was going to be Connor in that kind of way. I think Poirier is the one that you respect so much that you go. Do you know what? You deserve that kid. Like fucking well done. Yeah. And, and isn't and it mean, funny? Even the sorry, oh. I was just saying, like, even even people who wouldn't be necessarily a fan of the store, like my missus was watching the uh, the embedded videos with me, like the vlogs, and she was like, Jesus Christ, that Dustin Pori film is just such a nice man, isn't he? Like, mm. like yeah, like mm. he's literally one of the good guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah. and I think the work they both did together for for the you know, helping the community in New Orleans is so essential because obviously. As you know, a lot of New Orleans friends as well, friends of the show, Kyle Thomas and mm. all these guys, and they like that. They're still feeling the devastation over there from Katrina from 2000 to fucking eight. Like communities mm. just wiped out that were never rebuilt, and they've all done it themselves. They've got no help from you know their governments or whatever. So when you see someone like um, Dustin Poirier doing what he's doing, and, uh, mm. and McGregor chipping in and helping out as well with that, I think it's. Uh, I think that's far more important than the result of a of a, of a fight. So I think I think it was somebody I think it might have been the MacLife. I think that posted the headline that apparently now they they're just awaiting the funds. I think to 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 go through go ahead five hundred yeah. grand. Yeah, and I think I think the MacLife said it's great that they get to use the platform for what's really important. So they get to use yes. the platform of being fighters for what's actually important. And look, yeah. we love this podcast. We love doing podcasts. We love talking about fighting. But this stuff is so much more important, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's great. And this is what it's and Connor kept saying it during the week. It's all about giving back. This world is all about giving back. Yeah. And I think he, he certainly proved that with that incredible donation. Again, it's probably why I would want to see that fight again because that's too good. People could say what they want to go, Connor. But that's an unbelievable gesture. That's two guys now that really understand what's important in life. So let's have these guys fight for the fight rather than people that are just talking crap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not doing anything, you know, not doing anything that they should be doing, put it that way. I agree, a hundred percent. Well, we parked that one there. I think it's going to be interesting to see if uh, McGregor still has the ambition to get into the uh, into the boxing this year um, and see what way the Pacquiao thing comes out. I think that might have maybe halted his plans for boxing a little bit because, you know, he's going to uh, want to avenge that loss. So that's probably another fight that's added to this calendar year that you probably mm -hmm. hadn't expected. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So that probably takes, because he said he wanted three fights this year after that. I think. If I'm he said, right. And it's funny, he said three or four. So I wonder now, is this the so, or four? This could be the four. Know I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, this exactly. exactly. And, um, Maybe so that's I, why he said it, man. Maybe that's why he said it in, in anticipation of losing. 
we don't know. It's it's possible, and that's why I'm thinking: is he going to get into a camp for uh, you know for a Pacquiao fight? Because I mean, this isn't Mayweather, and I know Pacquiao like it's a different animal to Mayweather in the sense that this guy will hurt you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mayweather will he'll toy around with you for a while, like you know, mm. a cat playing with a fucking mouse or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like he's like Pacquiao's going to go in to knock him out as early as he as early as he wants, and anyone, so that means. That- Anyone that thinks Pacquiao's yeah. past it is is kind of lost, especially when you're fighting someone who's not a pro constantly. You know what I mean? Pacquiao was going to want to get that one over on Floyd. We say, took you ten rounds, took me two, three, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? And on to the boxing now. Of course, your 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 mate uh, Logan is it Logan or Jake Paul, the one you don't like the guy with it? I listen to him. I often. don't. I don't like both, but I dislike Logan. Least, you know, the least. I this Jake guy is the guy that really, really gets me. Yeah. Now I did. I have to say, I did watch an interview with a, on Ariel Wani, and he did impress me on some of it. To be honest, because he did break kayfabe a little bit, and he explained what he was trying to do with the McGregor situation, and he said, "Look, of course I respect these guys, and you know he's trying to build himself up the fight." But when when I heard about his background a bit, that his background was amateur wrestling and boxing, and the only reason they went to Hollywood was to try and break into movies and break the youtube thing and and the social media so i think they're a little bit different in the sense that they're not just two jabronis like you know some lad who was sitting playing video games all day and then decided he had enough money to go train and so these guys Mm -hmm. do actually have a fighting background especially in the amateur wrestling the really Mm -hmm. impressive amateur wrestlers like good 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 Mm -hmm. record there um but i heard him ask the question he was like well why did you bring up mcgregor's wife and he goes well mcgregor mcgregor took the piss out of uh, Khabib's wife and said she wore a towel on her head and disrespected his family and all. He goes, so Connor can't really be upset with me doing that because it's the same thing. And I kind of went, I suppose I can see that. You know what I mean? Um, I just think it's disrespectful when anyone does that. I wasn't happy when McGregor done it and I wasn't happy when Paul done it. I don't think, I think the modern way, and in fairness, this is kind of the culture that McGregor has kind of set really himself and now he's trying to break away from it, that he's older and he's a father and all that. So, but unfortunately, you do have a lot of these younger guys who were influenced by that and think that's how you sell fights. Whereas I've always been of the mentality that, dude, you can set up you can set up an amazing fight with trash talk and leave, leave the families out of it. You know what I mean? I mean, the scariest one of them ever was when Mike Tyson told Lennox Lewis he would eat his children and all this. I was like, what? Well, okay. Famous even, interview. Even yeah. then, even then, I was like, that's like that's a below the belt. You know what I mean? So. I'm not really one that likes kind of families and innocent parties being brought into it just to sell a fight. I think you can do plenty of trash talking with, with a, you know, with, with the beef that you have with each other and stuff like that. So it's one to watch. Obviously, he's fighting Ben Askren now um, mm-hmm. in boxing. Um, that's I don't know how that one will go, to be honest with you, because obviously Ben's not a boxer and he's coming in thinking, I'm going to take care of this kid. And your man, Jay, is it Jake Paul that he's fighting? Yeah, I'm so, I get so confused. Logan, is it? It's no, Jake, yeah, Jake, Logan, Jake Paul. Yeah, Logan's Logan's fighting fighting Floyd. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So, I'm t- <laughs> we'll sorry, sorry, fighting Floyd. Yeah. Sorry. Whereas mm. this lad seems to actually have a bit about him that he wants to get in and have tear ups with lads. So I actually respect that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I respect the balls of that. Um, and I heard he's gone over to Florida now and he's doing stuff with uh, Masvidal. Masvidal is helping him out, um, training as well. So that'll be interesting to watch just from a. Just from a completely neutral perspective, to see how Ben Askren gets in there, because I mean, Ben Askren's gonna want to tear this lad's head off, right? You know, because he can't afford to lose to the YouTuber, even though the YouTuber mm. is training like a pro boxer. Like, so it's it's an interesting one that to see how that uh, to see how that goes. It is, and you know, I didn't I didn't watch his interview on Ariel Hawani's uh, thing because. I know you're yeah, yeah. one of these things. Yeah, and it's not even it's something to do with that. If he, if he was a boxer, I'd watch his interviews. Yeah. Well but this guy ain't a boxer. Well, you know, and like I think Ben Askren taking the fight and it maybe maybe for him because he's retired, maybe it's okay because he's retired. No, it's if that would have been yeah, like, exactly, exactly. And if that I think if that would have been somebody else that's active. I would have been disappointed. So I think Ben Askren, I have one message to you, sir. Just one. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> don't mess this up. For any fight fan in the world, whether you're a boxer fan, whether you're an MMA fan, 
just do us a favor and just get rid of this guy because he is just he shouldn't be relevant. He shouldn't be even Ariel Hawani. I'm disappointed in him in getting him on a show. Like he's knocked out an NBA star. I get it. It's money. I get it. But he's knocked out an NBA star and a uh, another YouTuber. I think was it. And like it's just oh no, a basketball player, wasn't it? Basketball player. Something like that, yeah. And uh, you know, well, he, he, keeps well. talking, he keeps talking like those pay per view numbers with uh, with, with Tyson <laughs> and Jones Jr. were his. I was like, dude, that was the two boys. Like, come on. If By the way, spoiler get... alert, spoiler alert, next week on episode three, the Logan brothers are joining us on the, on the <laughs> creeping so far. <laughs> Imagine that, that would be awesome. <laughs> I tell you, is, and you I, I'd fucking call him out. I'd call him out. I'd get myself in a camp for six weeks and I'd call him out. Yeah, well, that's grand. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll get in shape and fight the other lad then. That'd be grand. No fucking problem. Let's do it, man. Tag yeah. team. Tag team. I will put, I'll put everything into it. Trust me. <laughs> we, get, we get all the boys involved. I'm sure McGregor right. help us out as well. well. I've got a mate, man. You know what I mean? A friend of mine. You know, he's in his 40s now. So he's you got, got a guy. Really... You have to say it. Like I've that. got a guy. I've got a guy. I got no, he's not, he's not actively boxing. But he's a better he's a he's a better boxer than this guy. And he's yeah. he's walking, he's slaving away in the front lines. You know what I mean? Where's his attention? Yeah, it's I just guess. this, it's and people probably say, oh, Jay, leave him out, and he's only doing this, and he's trying to get his name out there and blah blah blah. This guy is just the biggest dick that I think is walking the earth at the minute. And I I am really, really whether it's Ben Askren or whether it's somebody else, possibly Dylan Dennis next, who knows. Not the greatest stand-up fighter either. Well, he I can't a, wait to see he, this guy he, get knocked he out. out of the fight, didn't he? In fairness, he didn't. Uh... They're saying that, but I mean, like when you're. Well, I don't know. Balls, I don't know. Just, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's when all. You, when, yeah, when Jay Paul threw stuff at him there when he was getting interviewed by Brendan Schaub, and he was on the he was on the back of a fucking jeep or something like that, and Dylan Dennis ran after him, even though Jay Paul had his crew there. So Dylan Dennis runs after the jeep, and as soon as Dylan gets there, they drive away. Yeah. So if this guy really, really, really wants to fight, he would have jumped off that truck and he would have went at it. But no, he bitched it because he knew Dylan Dennis would strangle him within seconds. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 interesting to see where how that plays out. Um. <coughs> excuse me. So as you mentioned at the top of the show, you're going to get into um, some of the interesting <coughs> potential fights. It's not Corona, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, <laughs> No, <laughs> um, I'm drinking ginger ale at the moment, and it, whatever way it's gone down, it went down wrong. This is different than the debut show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, ginger ale and ice, nothing exciting in it, unfortunately. No, no, no alcohol today. It's too early. Too early. Too early <laughs> way too early. Um, but in terms of, um, you were talking next. You wanted to talk about some potential fights, and we kind of play a bit of matchmaking here. Um, mm. That's exciting. Start, it's yeah, it's it's very yeah. It's um three divisions that are standing out for me, and I think probably a lot of boxing fans at the moment is lightweight, super middleweight, and heavyweight. Um yeah. starting with lightweight, I think you know, we're gonna talk about the pound for pound list a little bit later on. Um I think the guy that's on top of the lightweight division should be on top of that list as well. Um with Lopez. How good is this guy? I mean, I watched. I only watched his fight with Lomachenko there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, that was. I was watching that live as well, dude. I, I was like, I was yeah. pleasantly. The run, yeah, the run that Lomachenko was on leading up to that fight, and for Lopez to go in and the, the first, second, third round, I thought were lovely. Even though people might think not a lot happens, just the way his the sharpness of the jab, the sharpness well, of the body fought. Yeah, he was going upstairs, then he was going downstairs. He, he he's just he's an incredible fighter, Lopez. I agree. Um, yeah. So I think maybe then you've got Ryan Garcia. Can you I see mean, a rematch with uh, Lomachenko and Lopez? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's in the in the clause because it was his first because game. of the yeah. I'm sure it's in the clause, but I think because of the the score and it was very very one sided. Oh, to was, Lopez Lomachenko. The only way he was getting that fight was a knockout. And to be fair, no doubt in round 10, 11, 12, Lomachenko did fucking go for it, and it was nice to see Lomachenko go for it. Oh course, yeah. well he had to, didn't he? He had but to. He's a big and... fucking tough Ukrainian. I mean, don't, those lads yeah, don't get yeah, yeah. You have to beat these boys on points, you know. 
But yeah, yeah. Lomachenko did hit him with some fucking nice shots in fairness. And, and Lopez did look kind of shook a few times. But what impressed me about that was, A, he showed the fucking the, the, the ability of a cat in the early rounds, like the speed, the sharpness of the jab, as you mentioned. And then he also showed the ability to be able to take that onslaught of punches as well. So I think if that rematch happens, I don't know if, if it ends up differently. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what Lomachenko... The only thing I could say is that if Lomachenko went for the kill earlier and wasn't trying to play a game of chess with him, because you're going to lose that with Lopez, as you say, he's just too quick, he's just too sharp. Mm. But um, mm. yeah, I mean, I think the second, I, I, I think Lopez wins again. To be honest with you, and, and I yeah, I think so. That. I hate saying that because mm. I'm, I'm a Lomachenko guy. You know? I know that, and I know that, and I think it's. I mean, even for a Lomachenko fan to say that, I think any, you know, most of them, if you were a fan and you really thought that he would have had a realistic chance of winning, you'd say it, right? Yeah, but. I think uh, matchmaker more. I think because it was so one-sided. What I would like to see now. This is great. I mean, you're gonna like this. I can tell. Ryan Gar- I can Ryan, yeah, it, you know what it is. Hit me with Ryan it. Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia versus Lomachenko. Oh, oh baby. Winner, Winner fights Lopez. Winner takes all and goes. Go. Yeah. That's an interesting one, Ryan Garcia and Lomachenko, because Ryan Garcia showed um, in that fight that he can. Um, that he can get put down and get back up and come back. Get back up. Fucking mm. fantastic fashion. Um, arrogant little, kind of like a Mexican Nassim almost. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, lo- I love that. I love that. I love when it's honest, ar- I love when it's honest arrogance. You know what I mean? I was a big oh, yeah. fan and, you know, uh, Amir Khan and all these guys. I love them. You know what I mean? And I, I'm all for it. Like, um, he's every right to be it, man. You know, he's every right to yeah. be like that because he's backed it up, and that's what I mean. This is going back to this YouTube guy. You got to be able to back this up before you can talk. Like he's that, someone you know I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get him on the show, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to try my best to get him on the show. Please, 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 please. Now is the time we could probably get him as he's rising. You know what I mean? Before he reaches that upper echelon. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, man. So, you know what? That would make uh, that would make some uh, some good viewing. I think. Oh, dude. I mean, I think he's he's definitely everything. Like, I only mentioned Nassim in terms of character, not not necessarily in terms of fighting. I think he definitely has a bit of De La Hoya about him. Um, he's got mm. that Mexican tough fucking jaw on him. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can knock him down, but they'll still come back. Um, yeah, 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 but he's, yeah. he's so flashy. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I mean. He's got that. He's the pretty on. boy, isn't he? He yeah. is a pretty boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, he's got everything going for him. He's a good looking kid. He, he can He can box. Um, sky's the limit for him so that's a fight I would love to see him and Lomachenko and that would be a real that would be a real test for him um, oh it's the biggest one oh without doubt without a doubt I don't know if he comes through that one but if he did then holy shit it depends on what they want to do with him doesn't it I mean like he's promoted like do they want to I mean, see, boxing, it's so different to the UFC. There's just so many different belts. and It's a different art you know, altogether, isn't it's it? Just, it? It really is. So, you know, you, you just don't know what's going on and who's promoting this guy, really, you know? But I think if they want to kind of have him as that golden boy, like they kind of done, maybe with Conor, in, in a way, I think, let's be honest, Conor never took an easy fight when there was a difficult fight there, I don't think. Um, I think he's always taken the hardest challenges, so that, that's something that we can take away from. Yeah. But, what do they do? I mean, do they kind of look and they do they look at Garcia and do they say, Lomachenko, man, he ain't ready for that yet. Do you know what I mean? This guy's a rising star. Let's just rise him up. But then again, who else is there really for how big of a star that Ryan Garcia has become? I think he, I think now he's just got to he's got to go for it. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like if you look at certain you look at certain fighters over the modern history. By that I mean the last ten years. There's been so much ducking and dodging at the top level, and um, the promoters always get blamed. Oh, the promoters couldn't come to an agreement. A lot of times, it's the fighters as well wanting to protect that clean sheet. And I'm not talking about AJ, but I am talking about AJ. You know, so yeah, we discussed it last week as well. Like, it's, like AJ, AJ doesn't need to be afraid of nothing. I mean, he, you know, you want to talk about aesthetically? I mean, he's up there with the Rock in terms of aesthetics. You know, what I mean, he's just built like a fucking, you know, a Greek god. Good-looking kid. Yeah. All the fucking women love him. Marketable, but so many shit fights were taken, and mm. they were building this train. You know, and then mm. <laughs> as soon as they put him in with what some people called the fat Mexican. 
which I thought was disrespectful, but that's what people were saying. Um, Ruiz. And when he got in there, dude, dude, I'd been saying it before. If he had fought uh, Klitschko, I even think if he'd have fought Klitschko in a rematch, I think Klitschko probably would have come back and knew what to do in order to get it. I agree. I, mean, I, I agree. personally do. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Klitschko guy. It's the same with, with Tyson Fury. I think if Klitschko had went and had that rematch, I think he, he, he could have been the only one to possibly be Fury. Do you know what I mean? And get his tactics yeah. right. Um, but regardless of that, um, I really, I really do, uh, you know, think that now we're starting to see, we're starting to break away from that old trend of protecting the fighter, give, you know, build up the few years. And I think that's Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Golovkin are the fucking perfect examples of that. Yeah. They hid yeah. from nobody, nobody. Mm-hmm. Canelo got in there against Floyd early on, didn't give a shit and said, right, I'm getting in. I won't, I'm not afraid to fight anybody. And I hope that they do this with Ruiz as well. Give him that path. Same with Amir Khan. You know what I mean? Mm. Amir Khan got a few losses and in fairness, some of them were devastating. You know, unfortunately, Khan just didn't have that chain against like a proper, you know, hard ass fighter. And, but he, but he didn't shy away from it. He kept coming back. And I, I always respected that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just unfortunately didn't have to, uh, he just didn't have the chain for it. Like, you know, you get in there with someone like Canelo and there's only one, there's only one man really in that division that can, that can take the punches that Canelo throws and that's Golovkin. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, well, I won't say the only one that can take them in fairness, not everyone's getting knocked out, but I mean, that can actually go toe to toe for those 12 rounds and doesn't lose sight of the, the end game. I mean, they've done it twice. And that's mm. just two absolute brick houses going in there, trading blow mm. for blow from yeah. round one to twelve. Yeah. Just yeah. excited and playing fantasy uh, booking. That's gotta happen now, right? It's got well, yeah. They're yeah. both in both with. Ma- I know it's only a two fight deal for Canelo with Matron, but I mean that's a two fight deal potentially leading to you know to more. And the fact that Heron is uh, Golovkin's boy now as well, I think they got to make that fight happen later in the year. I think uh, middleweight again, oh, super middleweight. I love, I love that. You know, that's probably my favorite division. It's amazing because you've got Canelo against Yildirim now coming up in uh, February 27th of February. Yeah, February, yeah, yeah. Month, yeah. I know, I'm saying it's really close, man. Yeah, um, and um, that's a mandatory, got, like, though, isn't it? That's a mandatory, yeah, it's a mandatory. So, I mean, Canelo comes through that. I'd imagine Golovkin gets another fight under his belt as well because he had a long layoff. And I mean, the sky's the limit, what they can do with that. Trinity I think one of them, one of them have got to fight Billy Joe Sanders. I could see, I can almost see that happening with Golovkin personally. Um, Agreed, and I think that, well, yeah, and, and because of the simple fact, I do feel that it definitely Eddie Herman will feel that for you know Billy Joe Saunders. Like, look, he's. I think, I think this is because of Billy Joe Saunders with Canelo coming over to Matchroom. I think, I think Eddie Herman wants that fight. Then again. Maybe we could see Billy Joe Saunders versus Callum Smith next. Mm. I mean, do you know what I mean? That that's that's a great oh, oh that hell. is a great fight. Jesus, who are you putting on that? That's a tough one for yeah. you. That's a tough one for you. I'd actually, do you know what? I'd actually watch that live on Zoom, which is just to watch your reactions to that fight. Because I, I oh, could we'll be, do, like, we'll do it. We'll do it. I could be. Uh, I'll just be completely. <laughs> You know, yeah, 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 no, we'll do that, man. We will actually, we'll definitely do that. You know what? We'll but, do. Uh, we'll do our first. Uh, we'll do our first watch along if that fight happens. That's what we should. Absolutely do. right. We got a deal there. We got a deal. Yeah, boom. We're gonna start boom, doing that. Man, we have actually talked about that, people. We are gonna do some watch alongs with people uh, at reasonable times. We're not gonna be doing them with UFC or anything like that. That are that, you no. know at, at mad hours. Um, some of the big fights if they're in America and they, you know, they're on at five, six in the morning. We'll do that. You know what I mean, and we'll we'll do a mm. drunk watch along, and people can sit drinking with us and watch it watch it too. But uh, I mean, good lord, twenty twenty one is is definitely tailor. You know, fifty. Yeah, do you know these perfect examples of fifty fifty fights where legitimately mm. you just can't call them. You flip a coin. You just can't they, call them. Yeah, if you're going to the bookies to put it on, you're like, right, flip a coin. That's who I'm picking. Yep, that's Billy Joe Saunders versus Callum Smith. Yeah. And I think I, I would have picked Callum Smith all day long until the Canelo defeat. I think I think it was quite damaging to him. Do you think so? Yeah. I hope it. I think it could be. Sorry, I'll phrase that. I think it could be. Yeah. yeah. And I think look, Canelo hits 
harder, faster than Billy Joe. Of course, he does. He hits harder and faster than a lot of people. But I think Billy Joe Saunders now 30 and 0. He's sitting back and I think he's licking his lips now and going, you know what, Billy Joe might say, I'm going to go after him now. Because it was kind of between the two of them. Who fights uh, Golovkin? Who fights uh, Canelo? You know, obviously with Golovkin coming up between middleweight and super middleweight. I think, oh, that's, do you know what? Then again, here we go. Do they do Golovkin? If, of course, albeit Canelo gets through the next fight, do they do that trilogy fight? Do they have Callum Smith and Billy Joe Saunders fight? Winner. But then again, you've got Celeb Plant there as well. You've got, uh, what's the guy's David uh, uh, Benavides? Yeah. Look, this division, man, the super middleweight division is the reason why I love boxing. I, I, I do recommend, I said it on the last show, and I'm just having a, excuse me, I'm having a look here. Um, everyone's got to go and subscribe to the zone. I know we're not sponsored by them yet. Maybe they will sponsor us when they hear us keep putting them over here, but they're, oh, guys, they're the best. It's cheap as chips. I mean, you're going to get, you're going to get Canelo and Yildirim live on it. It's on your PlayStation. If you want, it's on your phone. It doesn't really matter. Um, you get all the news here. Like I'm looking here. Could McGregor return to boxing in January, blah, blah, blah. Um, they give you top five, top five fights we need to see in 2021. How's it? How's about we look at that? I mean, it's a video now. We're not going to look at it, but I mean, that's I, I would recommend it. And whoever owns the zone, come fucking hit us up, and we'll. Uh, that's something I'm going to need to do now and get get onto them. And I'll wear I'll wear the t-shirts, man. I'll wear oh, the hell yeah, hell yeah! Like I absolutely love it. Um, and like I say, <coughs> seeing how easy it is with negotiating with the likes of Eddie Hearn now. I mean, like I say, people can say what they want about Eddie Hearn. He's a fucking treasure to the sport because. He's negotiating with the likes of De La Hoya and all, and it's just easy for them. Golden Boy are so, they seem so easy to negotiate as well. So I think we're starting to see that old cigar smoking promoter. You go down to five, kid, or, or, else, or else you don't get home to see your kids, all right? You hear me? Uh, so, like, I think it's, uh, I think it's, you know, you're starting to see that smoky fucking shady promoter, like the kingpin, you know, uh, basically hauling ass a bit more and you're seeing the likes of Eddie Hearn and De La Hoya are much younger. I mean, we could see De La Hoya fight in 2021. How exciting is that? He's talking about a comeback. And I mean, that, I wouldn't be him versus Dana. Here's a him versus Dana Oh, <laughs> I would pay to watch that. I mean, this, that only goes one way, man. Let's be real. Oh. That, that only goes one way. De La Hoya is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And, and I'd say he's still a hardy bastard too. Yeah, he always looks no like doubt. he's in shape too. It always looks like it doesn't look so bad. Eh? Like, yeah, it, it looks okay. He look when it comes when it comes to Dana White, he, he could go into that fight no matter show, no matter what shape he's in. Still, Dana White, Dana, Dana White, White could well. be the guy that plays Kingpin, isn't he? In Daredevil or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. But Dana <laughs> White, man, he, he's looking like a light heavyweight to me. That guy's a big boy, man. He's in good nick, isn't he, Dana White? Yeah. He is. He, and like, he doesn't need a six-pack around. He's just a big, meaty... He's just a big block, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he bends... I, pro- so, I, pro- I, I bench promote that look, man. Doesn't he bench like... Tr- you promote that, Lucas? That what you said? Absolutely. <laughs> big six-packs, man. Just big shoulders, big arms. You can be big anywhere else. Big that's human. Why, right away, man. Right away. That's why you'll never see McGuinness and Dynamo in a, in a boxing match because we're different weight classes. It's not. It can't happen. Exactly. It can't happen. But I'm, cl- oh, no. I'm closer to the, I'm closer to Jake Paul's weight than you are as well. So you know, I have what, it all what's, up here. What's Jake Paul's weight? I think he's. Did someone say he's a cruiserweight? Did somebody say that? Hang on a minute. I'm going to check these boys out. Although, and uh, to be fair, his brother is. His brother's a cruiserweight. He's a big boy. That Logan guy. Logan Paul, because the thing is, I'm uh, I'm coming in at the 13 stone mark now at five nine. <laughs> thanks to <You're> lockdown. 13. <laughs> thanks to lockdown. Uh, I've actually lost. Uh, I've lost eight pounds. I think eight nine. What am I? Nine pounds now. I think in two weeks. I've just. Uh, I'm gonna get. The, I'm just doing a little tester to see how light I can get again. But it's okay. probably just gonna blow. It's gonna blow back up within two weeks, three weeks probably. Okay, so professional. There we go. Oh, so he's six foot two. Logan Paul's six two, and he fights in the uh, the two hundred pounds or the fourteen stone uh, or yeah. division. So, but then again, like I'm coming in at one hundred and eighty eighty one now. So, you know, five nine going in against six two. Well, in fairness, you're calling him out, not me. Let me see what Jake mm-hmm. has in store for me. If I if I get him, we'll we'll see which one is more. Uh, I think I'll be I'll be closer to Jake, and Jake's the guy that I that I love to punch. 
Logan's a big boy. I don't want to. I don't want to play with him. Man. Oh, so he's got what's he got? All right, so he's 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 uh oh he's in the cruiserweight division too, but he's yeah. um is hang on, Jake Paul. Jake Paul's the lad. Wait and wait. Where is he? All right, so he's in the eighty kilos. What's eighty kilos in stone? Whoa, um. Ah. I don't know, Stone. Do you know I go by pounds most of the time? I'd say that's no. That's we one. got him. We got him here. We got him here. One eighty something. One eighty five. So Jake Paul is five eleven, and he weighs in at about one sixty five to one seventy. So like, dude, he's my guy. Wow, he's my guy. He's that light. Yeah. So he is. Shit, he's five eleven. Yeah, but uh, he looks fairly thick, though, doesn't he? Like he looks he really looks tall. chunky. I thought he would have been a lot bigger than that. He must. I'd say he probably goes down in weight, though. In fairness to them. Oh, in fairness to the boys, like they fucking work their ass off. They're in incredible shape. Do you know what, man? We, yeah, we have to. Uh, we got to cancel this podcast now. We we don't even know our stats about the greatest boxer of all time. I know it's terrible, man. That's shock, you know that's shocking. Carry on. They're gonna call us out now before they come on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely getting let, them on this show. This is this is gonna let, happen. Like this is let them happen. fucking let them do it. They'll ram a microphone and a guitar and everything with their holes. <laughs> whether um, I whether they beat me in a boxing match or not, don't worry, I'll get the last laugh. Yeah, <laughs> this is Ireland here. Um, exactly. So I suppose that that is exciting. I mean, the potential fights that we're gonna see. Obviously, we talked about it last week. We won't go into it in more detail with uh, with Tyson Fury and AJ. That's obviously gonna be the biggest. In terms of draw and money, um, and I think it will happen this year. To be fair, I don't think Eddie Hearn's going to let that let that slide, and I don't think Tyson Fury's side want to let that slide either. Um, no. Man, there's so many good fights that can happen this year. Like uh, you want to get a, you were talking about the pound for pound rankings here, and you said I'd be quite surprised by it. I didn't check it out because you told me that you had it for me. So I'm going to pass this one over to you. Yeah, the pound for pound rankings, Ring Magazine pound for pound rankings, typically. Just so inaccurate. So we've got Tyson Fury won the ring 2020 fighter of the year, as I'm sure people are aware of. Yeah. He's not ranked in the top 10 pound for pound. Where? What? Where, where, do you know what I mean? Alexander Rusik, albeit very dominant in the cruiserweight division. He's big ranked fan. number four. Big, big fan, yeah. Like- massive fan, massive fan. Ranked number four, really? Really? L- Lopez six. Oh, good lord! This all right? Like, You've already lost me now, ringside. So and and what? Oh, so I'm sure you're going to surprise me even more. Who's up at the top, right? No, the the, the top is the top's okay. Okay, okay, because uh, you we were going to really disappoint me. No, no, we got Canelo. We got Canelo number one. That's that's a no-brainer, man. That's oh okay. yeah. But I mean, what? yeah, you've got to have that, but it's got to be him and Lopez first and second, man. Jesus, that's... And who is second? And Tyson. Or some, what, the Japanese guy, I think. Uh, oh, my. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his second name, man? Oh, Rainmaker Okada from New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, right? This is so unprofessional, but I gotta look him up, man, because I can't remember. I think he's that's not, that's not unprofessional. This is what it's about. This is about shooting the shit yeah. out like this. I know the guy, I've watched him fight before, man. I know exactly who you're talking about as well. I just can't put my name. Like his name is there. Like it was the same when I was thinking of uh, David Benavidez later on. I was like, man, what's his fucking name? You know? Can't about boxing. Yeah, so but like I think the rankings, I think it's just it's Absolute crazy. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's not to have Tyson Fury there. Yeah, like, man, Inu, Inu, I can never pronounce it. Is that his name? Is that who you're talking about? Inu, is it? Naoa, Inu. Yeah. It's kind of got like blonde hair. That's the one. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's from Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. 20 and 0, 17 yeah. KOs. Good record. You've got uh, Terence Crawford as well, number three. That's. You can't really can't really argue that. I mean, like, it's, really. it's, Terrence, I think... Crawford, Terrence Crawford's another one of those like um, kind of like um, 
let me think, let me fucking say this. Kind of like Deontay Wilder, that like the Americans just didn't really take to in terms of like he should be more box office than he is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's I a few know, of them, I think, to be honest with you. You what? There's a few of them. We, and even yeah. you know what? There's a few, there's a few of them associated with Mayweather that they should be these mega, mega superstars. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Davis, uh, Gionta Davis, is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's what? He's super, super lightweight, maybe? Super lightweight, or is he just at the. Is he not just. Is he at, yeah, he might be super lightweight, actually. Because I know we actually went up to middleweight. I actually think he's an interim champ at middleweight. Um, yeah, so that's what I was thinking, middleweight. But like maybe that's where he, he probably carved up, carved in. Yeah, but like he's not. He, he all of a sudden he was this big star, but now you don't really, you don't hear much about him nowadays. Even though I think he's still undefeated, isn't he? Twenty and It's a strange market, the it's US, weird, isn't man. it? Like and like even with music, do you know what I mean? Like you know, they're they're a very strange market to kind of. I mean, Tyson Fury came in there and they just loved him because he was basically like a Conor McGregor and he was, he backed it up, but he, like, he was coming in and made a show with Deontay Wilder. We're going, look, I'm, I'm actually more marketable in your own country. Like, what's the story? You should be, you should be where I am. Like, you know, get. And did you know that I absolutely despised Tyson Fury? So did I for a while, yeah. Until Before he fought Klitschko and after he fought Klitschko. I despise the guy because of his behaviour, because of the stupid things he was saying. No, you and me were about uh, we were about Klitschko boys. I remember. Yeah, wasn't wasn't a fan of him, man. Wasn't it was how he got himself back. And again, this shows to show you there's more important things than boxing. The redemption. How he got himself. Yeah, how he got himself back up. You know, from this depression he went into, the may bounce back, lost the weight. You can't not like the guy for what he. For anybody. I'd, I'd say that, like, and I'm not I'm not a preacher or anything like that, so I don't want to be preaching to people here in the show, but I would recommend for anyone going through, like, any sort of struggle or hard times, go and just watch, like, Tyson Fury's interview with, with Joe Rogan. I would recommend Brilliant. that. Brilliant. So good, man. And he's got, like, books out now on how to yeah. kind of live a better, fitter life and all, and you're just going, that that guy just, do you know what? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Real life hero, for sure. Like, yeah. And to, to, to but not only do that and come back as a human being, to come back and win the heavyweight championship again from the most feared heavyweight in the last 20 years, it's like, whoa. I mean, that's you don't get that again, man. That's not going to happen again. Not in our lifetime, anyway. That's that's lightning in a bottle stuff. And it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's very sure. so. Tyson Fury definitely is one to keep an eye on. And with his Irish heritage as well, of course, he, we, we, we all love him over here. I think, don't oh, we? yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He, like, mm-hmm. he represents Ireland and the UK, which is fair. Does, yeah. I, I don't mind. Yeah. We're, we're all friends now. And, you know, it's... it's we're cool. Got, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. They, they don't do... I will, pay any, I will pay any Englishman to go and take out Jake Paul. No problem. I'll pay he, us all my wages. Even if even if you're even if you're a Rangers fan, yeah. <laughs> anything, anything. It, it, it could be a, a, a United Rangers, uh, you know, Habib fan. Go take out Jake Paul. Do you know who they should two, get in there with him? Do you know they should get in there with him? Around the same height as well. Former footballer, not very well liked by a lot of the public, but loved by. Yours truly. <laughs> that was kind of slick, actually. I'm proud of that one. Mr. John Terry, get in there and fucking fight one of the Paul brothers. He would smash them up. Yeah. Smash John them Terry, up. Uh, Even Rio Ferdinand uh, was about to get into the boxing for a while, wasn't he? He was going to do a celebrity. Yeah, didn't he put, didn't he put up uh, photos and stuff and he was all rigged? Was that photoshopped? Was that actually real? No, that was real. He's a big boy. Was Rio it? Ferdinand's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, that's how he looks, right, man? I'd have, oh, he's I'd got have a nice little beer, uh, beer transplant as well, didn't he? He's looking well. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely, I'd put my money on uh, Rio to get in there, uh, to get in there and, and take out one of the Paul brothers. Who else could we get in there? Um, do you know what? There's, surely there's a pro wrestler out there that wouldn't mind doing an old boxing match and get in with one of the Pauls. There's a celeb for you. I mean, who we got there that could do it? I mean, there's a few. CM Punk, let him fucking fight him. In boxing, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I was know, kidding. I, I was kidding. <laughs> I know. I'm appa- I know. I'm apparently his doppelganger and all that shit. But like, yeah, I, I think Punk is Punk needs to go back to wrestling. That's that's exactly. All. I, I couldn't become an accountant after you know learning for a year. That's the shit. Get Jericho in there with him. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There's yeah, a lot of things, yeah. and you know what? It's only going to be a matter of time before he starts doing what Connor's doing. I did. Start calling out those WWE boys, and then all of a sudden, you know, 
Braun Strowman. Oh, what a pain wanting to see there. That's just just Brock Lesnar. Just get Brock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Uh, we have to be fair here now. We, okay. we, don't, want to, we don't want to go out to get murdered. <laughs> well, let's 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 be fair then. Let's put Brock against both of them. In boxing or anything. Anything. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> and that's Brock. <laughs> one half, he'd use one half of his body for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Literally. No, we're being we're being a bit disrespectful here. At the end of the day, like I said, I I, I do respect any man that gets in a boxing ring and puts Absolutely. his life puts his life on the line. And that the same with the Paul brothers. In fairness, I know I have different opinions than you on the on them because I've seen a little bit more of them talking and I kind of I understand what they're trying to do it's it's not necessarily mm. something I ne- agree with because mm. like you I am a boxing purist and I, I like the tradition um of of that but at the same time like when you're able to hustle and kind of get a 50 million pay-per-view together off the back of being you know your YouTube work or your you know that, that'd be like us you know when when Dynamo Podcast Network blows up you know, I'm going, you know what? We have a bit of money now. Let's do a training camp. You know, so it's, I, I respect, I respect any man like, or woman that gets in, a, that gets in an octagon or a ring in fairness, because it's easy for a lot of people, especially those people out there that just sit laughing at fighters when they lose. I think that's, you know. I think, you know what? That's something as well. I was actually meant to bring it up earlier on. To see the amount of just classless fighters after Conor McGregor was beaten, Nate Diaz, Khabib, Gaethje. You'd expect so much better from people like that with credentials like they would have... Would have the only, the only thing I'd say, I'm a bit surprised with the Diaz one. The only thing I'd say, with Khabib, you can kind of understand that. There's underlying hate. You can get it to a sense, but I think Khabib has also got to look and say, look, Conor's even saying, if he doesn't want to come back, all the best and fair play to him. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. I think it's... And, and look how humble Conor is after every defeat. If he's if he's watching a fight at home, he, no matter how bad he hates the guy, great contest. He even said that after Khabib beat Gaethje. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and who's the one that gets slated from people outside of the sport? Is Conor for his trash talk? Yeah. Look how he handles defeat, and look how compared to the other guys do. That's that's all I say. Oh no, I'd agree. I can see both sides. Well, I can see why some people still have that lingering, I suppose, dislike for McGregor because of the track record of. You know certain certain things that he probably done that people didn't like, so it probably leaves a lasting taste. Some people do have a longer memory than last week. You know what I mean? Because most people these days are, you know, social. They're just bet into social media and they can't mm. kind of, you know, it's like a WWE storyline. It'd be like, oh, that didn't happen two weeks ago. Now, now all of a sudden he's a good guy. You know, it's it's yeah, like uh, yeah. you can understand that. But then I can also understand that Connor is trying to rebrand in that way as well and show that he's mm. a bit more mature. I think with the Khabib one, he still said a few things re- over the recent weeks going, he doesn't want to fight me. He's afraid of me and all. And that's going to, Khabib is kind of like, how am I afraid of you? I fucking demolished you. Like, yeah. and I do it and again. So, yeah, and it's funny, like Khabib is probably in team. Send me a location. Like, send me a yeah, location. Send, uh, send location. <laughs> but uh, no, I think <sighs> that one's a bit different. I am surprised with the deal. Uh, situation very surprised because I thought they had kind of they'd made money together and went oh. now maybe he's doing that as well to be fair there's probably a bit of work going on there just to kind of go maybe he's maybe he's fueling the fire for the tour that's, that's all that is I think and then mm. look all these lads want to put their name to McGregor that's why Gaethje's coming out and saying this and that's why they want to stir something in McGregor to go right I'll come at you but he's not biting on anything now because he doesn't need to and you ask or you ask any of the lightweights any of the lightweights, even the likes of Justin Gaethje, who's all, who's lost at uh, Dustin Poirier, so he, he's yeah. going to want to get back. You ask them who they want to fight. Who are they going to say? Money, ha- money, you know McGregor. What I mean? money McGregor. Do you, do you want to fight Conor for a number one contender spot, or do you want to fight uh, Dustin for the title? They're going to pick Conor McGregor. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's true. It's true. And and I like seeing someone like Poirier getting the rub of the green now. Do you know what I mean? Because I'd say he came out with a nice sure. little paycheck. Um, oh yeah, and I, I I hope so. I hope so. I'd say well with Dana, you never know, and I do hope so. Um, I mm. really do hope so. And I think if number two happens, then he's going to get an even bigger paycheck. And I think McGregor yeah. would rather see people like that get get that uh get that money that they deserve. You know what I mean? 
rather yeah. than just some jabroni. Well, what he considers a jabroni. Most of these jabronis would kick the shit out of us, so we know that. <laughs> Hands down, man. I, I'd die before the fucking bell even went out. <laughs> um, but no, that, that's a pretty good show, man. I think next week we're going to um, we're going to have a look at... So we're going to always going to come up with something different. Um, we are eventually going to have interviews and stuff like that as well. Um, and have guys on where we'll be talking, you know, whether they be boxers. Um, we've got some Irish talent as well that we'd love to bring on. Um, and stick with us, guys. Episode number two in the bag. Um, we are going to have, I think we're going to be working on getting a social media channel, aren't we? We're going to get a uh, get a Facebook We're going to do that, yeah. We're definitely going to do a social get a media Facebook channel, page yeah. so we can keep in contact with people and, and let them suggest, you know, what, what, what they want to hear. And we, we'll kind of give people more of an update on that. Uh, on, on what we're doing but for the moment stick to the dynamo podcast network we're on facebook um and of course on youtube as well and all of the audio is available in all the usual spots like spotify apple podcasts wherever you listen to shows and uh, we're going to be on there um another great show in the bag jay i really enjoyed that one man i really anytime the, the super middleweight division comes up in boxing i am literally like it's like a kid in a candy shop man i am just gonna talk and talk and talk so and definitely next week's going to be a good show as well. They're going to keep getting better, man. That's the thing. And it's very hard to do shows, especially with no fights kind of currently happening at the minute. But um, once the fights start coming back regularly as well, boom, Jesus, we're going to shoot off big time, man. Absolutely, man. The the, the sky is the limit. Um, but until next week, like we say, subscribe to the Dynamo Podcast Network if you enjoy our stuff. Leave a comment. Leave a like. If you dislike it, dislike it. Hell, tell us why. Um, we're, we're here to uh, give you everything that other boxing channels can't and the only way we can do that is by your feedback and your support so until next week for me Ian Dynamo Kelly for Jay the Creep McGuinness we are over and out <laughs>